0: Gira can hit them. Did What a goal! By Zoltan Gira!
1: And still Baptista, yes! It's Kabai! It's fantastic! One front, David Villar! Oh, great finish!
0: He's done just that, he scored! has done it! The making another glimpse of goal here!
1: Hello and welcome to the Streets Won't Forget podcast. I'm your host Dan Mountney, and as always, I am joined by my wonderful co-hosts. They could be the answer to Arsenal's striking problems this month, but the 40 million and one pound bid wasn't enough to tempt me into a sale. It's Ben Woolley and Harry Martinez.
0: <laughs> oh, classic. Are we the answer to King Kai? I mean, we can't uh, be any worse,
2: mate. So well, that's
0: true. I've backed Very him true. for a lot of weeks, but uh, he
1: dropped a stinker of the weekend, let's be honest. <laughs> it was <laughs> that, awful.
2: That was one of the most abysmal displays of finishing from a football team I've seen in a long time.
1: Yeah, but let, let's move on from that before I uh, before I end up ending this podcast early. In the last <laughs> episode of 2023, Sean Dyche was crowned our Andy Kaz of the Year winner. But a new year, of course, brings new opportunities uh, for our many award hopefuls. So, Harry, who is your first Andy Kaz of the Week for 2024?
0: I think, I, I actually think this winner of the Andy Carroll of the Week Award is probably one of the most deserving. And I think when we speak about Andy Carroll, he scored a couple of worldies, but he was also <laughs> And I think the same applies to Patrick Banford <laughs> after his goal on the weekend. Oh, it has to be an absolute screamer. This, this goal Andy is sensational, by the way. Yeah. yeah, very Andy Carroll. It's like you have to be worse than Giroud and score only a worldie every, I don't know, five years. Yeah.
2: Bamford's a weird one as well, because in the champ, he's genuinely a good player. And then he gets to the Prem, and he's the worst
0: centre forward you've ever seen. Happens to a lot of them, but I mean, he's not even good in the champ anymore, to be honest That's with you. Literally yeah, it's literally
1: every Norwich squad for the past decade.
0: <laughs> yeah, not anymore, mate. We're not even good in the champ, mate.
2: <laughs> oh, sorry, you you got, a, you got a cracking draw against dip, Ipswich. Was it three points for that? Or Oh, no <laughs> hey, To be fair,
0: since that,
1: we've won more than they have. This is because you started on King Kai. This is why the searchlight is getting turned on. <laughs> <laughs> we've all been waiting for something since the last episode as well, and I think now is the time. We don't want to keep the listeners in suspense any longer. Harry, your shoot annual 1983, 84 and 85 fact corner, please. it's a fact. I'm talking about facts.
0: Oh, I've been waiting for this. (laughs) I've actually got to make a change to that title. Because upon the delivery of the three said annual shoot magazines, there was a little note from the uh, seller that said, thanks for purchasing these three. I hope you enjoy them. As a little token of of gift, I've also put in the shoot 1992. Oh, yes. So I had a fourth. And on that page, I felt there was one that stood out to me for this fat corner, and that is the questions that were asked to none other than Tommy Johnson of Aston Villa in 1992. Now, I had no idea who he was, and I'm sure you two have no idea who he is. Not a clue. Nope, not not a Scooby, mate. (laughs) Good, I'm glad. We'll leave it at that. I still have no idea who he is. So (laughs) here are seven questions that were asked to Tommy Johnson, and here are his minute answers the first one is it's a have you ever by the way so they've asked him seven have you ever's the first one is have you ever won a tenner on the lottery tommy johnson said yes i have in f- in the first couple of weeks of the draw i won a tenner every time but now i'm having a complete meltdown every time i haven't won it since thanks tommy wow. that's great interesting facts there oh <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a good right. one for you get the goss have you ever been late for training Tommy said yes Whoa. a couple of times. Takes me around 45 minutes. Are you naughty boy, Tommy. Oh, we love a bad boy. No wonder he never succeeded. He was always late. Tommy, have you ever tried a dangerous sport? I haven't actually, but that's that's not to say that professional football isn't dangerous. Thanks, Tommy. That's brilliant. I've <laughs> got to be honest with you guys. This was the peak of interest out of the entire four magazines. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. They were shocking. <laughs> 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 Dreadful. What do you mean mate, they top, top so draw collector's items, those? They were so bad. that i i had a look, I skimmed through a couple of them. The quizzes were, you know, pointless because I have no knowledge of 1982 Premier League. Well, it's so. all right because the guy filled one in partially to give you a hand. So. Yeah, thanks, mate. I've, well, anyway, I've got one half done and it's came half, half done, so. <laughs> <laughs> Um, And I thought I'd finish off with this one. Uh, Tommy Johnson, have you ever thought what you'd be if you weren't a footballer? He said, I'd know exactly what I'd do. I'd hang around with all my mates in Newcastle and go to the pub as often as they do. Honestly, though, as appealing as that sounds, I never actually want to be anything else but a footballer. Well done, Tommy. Oh, he's living his dream. How
2: have they interviewed the 1970s version of James Milner? How has this happened?
1: <laughs> Considering this was in 1992, that's
2: awfully impressive. Oh, yes, in 1992. <laughs> oh, he is James Miller in disguise. He's probably old enough.
0: Shall we have a look what Tommy Johnson got up to in his career afterwards? Here are. Here's the fat
2: corner. It's going to be very awkward Jones. when he's done something appalling and we have to cut this from the episode.
0: Uh, yeah, go to the personal life yep. section immediately. He left <laughs> Villa and went to Celtic. Uh, on loan to Everton, Sheffield Wednesday, Kilmarnock, Gillingham, Sheffield United, Scunthorpe, Tamworth, and Rochester. Wow. Seven England under twenty-one appearances. That is it. We won a league club in ninety six. Hold on, mate. Well done, mate. Well done to- oh, he was the yeah, head so of I recruitment at Blackpool.
1: There you are. The thing the thing about that interview is would I rather read that
0: over the athletic? <laughs> at least this probably, one was
2: considerably
0: cheaper. Probably. Hey, Dan, the thing is, if the Athletic offered you a job, would you take it? No, I'd go and work for
1: Shoot in
2: 1992. Oh, <laughs> he's He'd take it.
1: Yeah, obviously <laughs> I'd take
0: it. He's got <laughs> no morals.
1: <I'm> sorry, he <laughs> matches the standard of journalism, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> this has reminded me, though, of, uh, a clip of Aston Villa in the nineties. I don't know what TV program it was for, but they basically went to the training ground and interviewed the squad and asked them about their favourite drinks. I'll find it for next week. And that was <laughs> oh, this the one where
0: Gareth Southgate says a water.
1: Yes, facts corner can basically become what did the Aston Villa squad say in the, yeah, I, I I love love
0: the nineties? Yeah, the logical surely, progression. Yeah, surely Tommy, Tommy Johnson might be in there as well.
2: Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Is he going to become a recurring character on this podcast? (laughs) Yeah, forget
0: forget (laughs) Pascal Chimbonda. Him, Shane Long, Pascal Chimbonda.
1: (laughs) A Janine at this rate. We voted Tommy into the Hall of Fame.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh, the Hall of Shame for such a dull interview, I suppose.
1: I I mentioned Pascal Chimbonda there. We'll we'll go on to him next because there's some massive news. This is huge news. Massive. Harry, do you remember a while back you said you didn't understand why that Skelmersdale United manager Pascal Chimonda didn't register himself as a player? Do you remember saying yes. this? <laughs> yes, I do. Well, now he has. <laughs> Thank oh, you yes for playing, that. He'll be playing for Skelmersdale against Bury on January 27th, and I think 2024 has honestly peaked already. That is the best oh, that is we could have
0: received for this podcast. Have I inadvertently just acted as director of football of Skelmersdale there? Yeah, <laughs> just red. And I'm all manager. for it. <laughs> I'm all for
1: it. Okay, if you were director of football for Skelmersdale, which one streets won't forget player would you realistically bring into the team? Oh,
2: oh, Morton Gams Pedersen easily. Yeah. Recreate FM in real life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I
0: don't, I, I, I'd so, I think I'd have to go with Yakubu. Imagine him just up top. And I follow the yak, him on. The, uh, score. So, I follow him on Instagram, and that man is constantly in the gym. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's I've, run, run, I've, got be I've got the solution. I've got the solution.
1: Ederson on one side, Chimbonda on the other, Yakuba in the middle. Those balls into the box. Shakuba was scoring a hundred goals in whatever league scale was still playing. I don't but, care. It's how, how, not, mate, is.
2: because Harry will be playing him at centre
0: half. So, <laughs> yeah. no, mate. I'm not manager. I'm just directing. Oh, I see. I see. I yeah. just provide the ideas. You do <laughs> what Thank you want God for that. that.
2: <laughs> you are going to go up to the manager and be like, lad. have you considered this? Jakubu is centre-back. He's like, oh, cheers for
1: the suggestion, boss. Changing the game. <laughs> this is where we see Tim Bonda play himself up top rather than a <laughs> right-back. And we're like, what you the what is going on? The other <laughs> funny thing about this is, and it adds to his burgeoning streaks so Don't forget reputation, is he's registered himself to dodge the touchline ban that we spoke about a while back. Yeah. So he could yeah, be yeah, in yeah. the stadium oh, yes. and play. And the touchline ban is doesn't affect him. That it's is brilliant. Void. I love it. Yeah. I love it. What s that is. I'd love it's to gonna see it. He's going to to through the thing that
2: I've wished we could do on FM for so many years, where you're losing it and you just sub yourself on. You're like, fine, I'll do
0: it myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd love for him to, to have this kind of, you know, moment that we've seen from another forgotten fullback of the Premier League, George Elacobi. With the uh, with the the Maidstone route to the fourth round of FA Cup, imagine if Pascal Chimbonde creates the same kind of hype around Skelmersdale. You've That's already no
1: Pascal. we need to talk about Maidstone, really? Well, yeah. I just, it's, I just have to they reference ruined our Jennifer. away day. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> they <laughs> ruined, ruined our, our away day for another year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I mean, also fair play. It's magic of the
0: cup. you love to see it. But more importantly, you've ruined our away day. Yeah. My bank account is saved from another weekend in some area that we have no idea where we are. <laughs> Our livers are in much anyway. better shape too. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> well, boys, I've got a question for you. As I'm sure you've seen on Football Twitter, it's been a buzz with a pretty simple question lately. What is your favourite genre of player? And I want to know yours, because I feel like these are going to be ridiculous.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I, I was thinking about this and I think I know what Woolies is. Oh, yeah? Oh, I I want to hear what you think it is. I think he loves a CDM that wears number four or like something weird like that, number four or five, and has to be lanky but really strong and good on the ball, like a Patrick Vieira. I think that's his favourite genre. Oh, it is
2: definitely up there. I'd say in terms of actual playing, that's got to be number one. Midfielder always has to be four, good in the tackle, can play in both boxes, love it. But my favourite genre, it's the Brexit ball centre half.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> how, how did we not see that coming?
2: Watch out. Um, let me to describe this player for you. They have to play in the lower leagues. They have to be bald. They have to have some kind of facial hair. And if they they see the ball in the air, every fibre of their being compels them to head that sh- back into the other box. They will <laughs> never lose a header so long as they live.
1: I'd like to add a slight addendum to that. They have to wear black boots.
2: Oh, 100%. Oh, 100%, yeah. No you can yeah. outrun Games. them with a parachute on. But if that ball is in the air, by God, are they getting their bonce on it.
0: They've got the same boots and shin pads from when they were 16 all the way to their 42 and they're still playing. And I
2: guarantee every single League 2 team right now has one.
0: Yeah, yeah and I guarantee they work harder than anyone else on the training ground. Oh, they do? We had we have had some at
2: Stevenage, and they'd win every single ball in the air. Despite you thinking there's no way he's getting to this in time.
1: Fantastic! Yeah, this, is, this is absolutely why when Dan Sweeney rocked up last season and when he started playing the ball out from the back and doing Cruyff turns, we thought this is the best defender in the world because we've never <laughs> seen that at that level before.
2: Those moments where you see like Scott Cuthbert most recently. Just yes. inside his own half, balls going in behind, you're thinking, oh God, this is a goal. And then he launches himself in the air and all of a sudden the ball's in the opposition box again.
1: Yeah, Dave Wells is the one that springs to mind.
0: Oh, yes. You yes. see, the what thing a, is, this is great. If, if you're below champ, this is great. But obviously, as a Norwich fan, we've had Grant Hanley for God knows how many years and I can assure you that at that level, you do not f***ing <laughs> want him. <laughs> this is just for the, creators, the fact that lower league football is the best.
2: yeah true
1: true yeah Aaron, you've absolutely gone for players who look like or have won the Andy Carroll of the week award (laughs) or the (laughs) Intertoto Cup no winners of the Intertoto Cup
0: (laughs) my favourite genre of player is definitely a five foot two midget attacking mid who can just dribble past people (laughs) Like like your Stefan Cessignon, you know? Just For some reason, they I just, I just look... That's not on the, the ball. name
2: I thought you were going to lead this genre of that's player. I'm not going to go ahead than that, mate.
0: I can't just go, oh yeah, Messi, mate. That's that, That's my... <laughs> <laughs> think, hey, he's in the street, so I forget all
1: the fame, thank you very much. He is.
0: Yeah, very true, very true. I can anywhere near that. He will not be. Yet. He will be. <laughs> it's that kind, of, that kind of player, though, that for some reason, they look hilarious on a football pitch, but are actually very good. And also, they tend to be incredibly strong. Like, the low center of gravity just works for them.
2: They're mm. the kind of player as well that they piss you off with their ability on the ball, so you just yeah. want to foul them, but you can never get close.
0: Yeah, and you know for a fact that that player, if you're a supporter of that team, is absolutely <laughs> nine times out of ten, but that one game where it actually works oh, for yeah. their class. The mercurial
1: talent. That's what, yes. that's what we're talking about here. <laughs> Well, I've gone for the absolute opposite end of the scale. I have gone for the great touch for a big man centre-forward. Oh, <laughs> yes. Players like Peter Crouch come to mind. Adabayor, Kanu, Olivier Giroud, Johan Elmander. There's just something about a massive centre-forward who moves like a newborn giraffe, but then plucks the ball out of the sky and smashes it in the top
0: corner. I just love yeah. it. You don't expect it. Especially the ones that are lazy and make it look easy. Like Berbatov, you know. Yeah. Just... Berbatov, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Carnu. Carnu made it look easy.
2: There are a few yeah. things that are more satisfying than a ball being sweetly like, plucked out of the air. The scintillating first touch. It is gorgeous to watch.
0: Especially like, if it's come from the keeper and he's, he's just launched it in the air and he's absolutely mishit it. And the striker, you know that any centre-back is putting their head on it. And the striker goes, you know what, I'm cushioning this down. And you think, why? But <laughs> Looks incredible. <laughs> oh, it does. There, there were two that I saw on Twitter that
1: were probably my favourite. The first one was players who can ping 60 r diagonal passes. And the, yeah. there was like four photos, and it was, I think, Thiago, Xavi, somebody else, and then Jordan Henderson.
0: Yeah, yeah I saw that one.
1: Why is he here? I saw
2: why that is The was 100% made by a Liverpool fan.
1: Yeah, probably. The, the other one... Was left backs who smashed the ball.
2: Yeah, left I was going to say yes, this is it's elite. Really,
1: yeah. Fullbacks that take John set pieces. Arisa.
2: There's something about specifically left backs with their set pieces from like 45 yards away.
1: It's because left-footed, yeah, left-footed
2: football players just strike a ball better. I don't know why. Have it you is. seen their left-footers are responsible for the like crazy penalty conversion rate in the Prem this year?
0: Oh, really? left-footers,
2: they are. Left-footers are the future of
0: football. Should have got that in fat corner, mate. Instead, we had to hear off Tommy Johnson. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you're a left-footed centre-half, you're worth at least £50 million more than a right-footed centre-half of the same ability. Oh, because you're left-footed? Yes. Yeah, well. Literally.
0: Yeah, Woolly, you're probably worth about £5 mil at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> not no, no, anymore, no. mate. I turned down £40 million one pound, remember? Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh true. true. Yeah. Yeah, but his contract's only hit the Bosman rule now. He's got six months left. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you watch me. Six months, I'll be in League
2: Two, shaved dead, getting my head on every ball that comes in.
1: We've we've had a very 90s episode today. Brexit center halves, Tommy Johnson's favourite things, and (laughs) now the Bosman rule. (laughs) Yeah, bring it back. We're never (laughs) left, to be fair, but... No. Well, let's move on to the main part of the episode. And for our first episode of 2024... We're going back to our roots. Our first ever episode of this podcast was Premier League Strikers. And I feel like Papis Cissé probably needs a strike partner by now. So another Premier League striker will be voted in today. Harry, who have you got? Kick us off.
0: Well, I don't don't know what it is that's made me pick this man. Like He's not especially world-class. That, funnily enough, that's not what this podcast is about. So a, we're, we're to a cracking start
2: already. 2024, boys, let's go. We've
0: got a couple of players like Alex, for example, who was putting up numbers that are unbelievable and people have just forgotten about it. This guy didn't do that. I mean, he had one season <laughs> that I think everyone remembers him for. And I'm going with Wilfred Boney. I just, oh. I loved oh. watching the man play. He just looked so uncomfortable on a football pitch until the ball was at his feet. He Scored some (laughs) goals that, for whatever reason, just tickled the right part of your brain, you know. That kind of little inside of the foot with no run up or anything, just burying it. Loved, I loved watching him take penalties. Just the, I think he was one of the first I remember doing the stutter run up. Just a funny guy. Um, and I I remember that Dan, I bet Wooly and I were on about it earlier. Do you remember the video where? They're at Swansea's training ground and they've got a video of uh, Wilfred Boney running across the car park. And he's just no, there I going... Totally
1: remember
0: this. He's there going, come on, Wilfie Boney, score some oh, no, goal it. for Swansea. I mean, the chant is yeah. iconic. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. just, the man seemed to have this vibe of just enjoying life. Um, and then I remember it City before that Swansea <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he moved... To Swansea for twelve million, and at the time that I think that was Swansea's record transfer um for a player, and that's you know in fifty four games for Swansea he got twenty five goals, so a goal every other game, basically, which Very is decent. a decent stat, especially yeah. for a team that was struggling better than my strikers, I tell you <laughs> <laughs> but then obviously, we all know he got the twenty eight million pound move to Manchester City, which is a lot of money and what was it, it is 20, a lot of money. Yeah, 2014, 2015, I think he got that move. January signing as well. But I think the problem that he said himself was that he suffered an injury during uh, the African Cup of Nations in 2015, which they went on and won Ivory Coast, that never healed. And apparently that that just ruined his city career. Then he had that loan to Stoke that wasn't great. Then he went back to Swansea City. And that, like Woolly said earlier, the announcement video, him singing, come off with I <laughs> just, just love the man. I, I, I saw a video of him the other day and I remembered how good he was at Elastico's. I, what, where did this player come from who was able to play up top of the Premier League, be a nobody and still think, do you know what, I'm going to flip-flap my, pass, my way past this defender. Just had this vibe about him that I appreciated. He wasn't a exactly a, a
2: sprightly agile no. guy either. No,
1: I remember him being massive. Like, he was huge. <laughs> he,
0: was, he was six foot, but he was probably six foot wide as well, wasn't he? He was just, he was just a block. Yakubu walked so Wilfred Boney could also walk. <laughs> 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 that, I, that's what I mean. He, didn't, he looked out of place on a football pitch until the ball got to him.
1: Come on, Wilfred Boney. Score
2: some goal for Swansea. We go wild, wild, wild. Wild, wild, wild. So come on, we flip free body. Score some goal for Swansea. We go
0: wild, wild, wild. Wild, wild,
2: wild. You look like the kind of guy that you should just be lumping crosses in. That's all he really has to his game. Heads the ball in every now and then moves on in a couple of years. And then he turned into this just
0: fun player. Yeah, unbelievable ball control. Like, uh, like I said, w- like you say, Wally, that, that, right, that's for a big build man. of that man. Exactly. 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 The build of that man, he should not be doing elasticos. No. It just it just doesn't work. You should be tearing a hamstring whilst doing that. His
2: like distance covered per game should be like single digits. All he should do is roam around the middle of the pitch waiting for a cross. Yeah, And then you see him play and he's exciting. He's fun. You can tell he's enjoying the game. And you can't help but like a player like that.
1: I absolutely love that his last club was always ready in Bolivia. That is wonderful. (laughs) Why is he playing
0: in Bolivia and what a name always ready is? You know, we, we said about him not being one of the best in the league or whatever. But in 2014, he ended the calendar year as the Premier League's top goalscorer. Which is pretty Bare mad. Not bad. He's Bare Swansea's enough. all-time leading Premier League goalscorer tied with none other than Michu. So, you know, if people oh, yeah. want to get Michu in, Wilfred Boney, I'd argue, was a better player. And I say brought more joy to me over the years he was at Swansea than Michu did.
1: My one point of debate here would be, and this is just personal preference and it won't affect my voting in any way, I personally would have put forward Baffertinby Gomez if I was going to put forward a Swansea striker, just for the celebration I, alone. I was going to say, I he does put... get the celebration points.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't put Gomez forward for Swansea, though. I'd put him forward for, like, when he was at Leon. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm, I, was not Boney, shout, but I not think that. Boney was better. I like it. Yeah, I just think it's yeah. what we, we tried with the Berbatov. We tried with Jack. We tried with actual good players that were forgotten. Why not just go for
1: a. <laughs> vibe. Well, you. funny enough you say vibes, I'm going to preface my argument with one word, and that is vibes.
0: <laughs> In January
1: 2008, Middlesbrough decided to splash the cash on a sought-after Brazilian striker who was tearing it up on the continent. 12 million pounds later, a season and a half and 10 league goals, Middlesbrough were relegated and their star man was off to Qatar. I introduce you to Afonso Alves.
0: Ooh, do we remember Afonso Alves because <laughs> I'm know, not sure many people will I remember the the enormity of this transfer at the time this was massive this was like oh well, my god we've got we got a team that are actually spending you know a lot yeah. of money around 2000 yeah. and, uh, 2008 and then he ended up he, what, he what only played... being there for a year yeah right I'll, I'll quickly run you down what because great it's ability pretty.
1: Yeah, well, he he starred in Sweden and, and then in the Netherlands. And in 154 games across both countries, before joining Middlesbrough, he got 105 goals. That, in, that included 34 in the league for Hirnvein.
0: Which I'm certain is the second... He was the second Brazilian behind R9 to score over 30, 30 goals in the league that season. Ridiculous goal
1: tally. Oh, Brilliant yeah. pace, thunderous strike. He was a proper danger man. And then when he moved to the northeast in 2008, he was expected to carry this on. He started well, got six and eleven games in his half season, and then in his only full season, it was an absolute disaster. Four goals in 31 games, and as I said, Middlesbrough went down, and
0: he was sold to a club in, guitar- in Qatar. Yeah, it's it was a strange one because. Well, I guess to be honest with you, if you come from Brazil and you've lived in in the Netherlands, and then you have to move to Middlesbrough, you're never going to feel comfortable. Are you <laughs> no, absolutely not. The only man who did that was probably Janinho. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, he just—I remember he had like, so
1: much ability. Yeah, I mean, there's a free kick he scores. I can't remember who it was against. It's like 35 yards out, just sticks in the top bins. Like no worries, yeah. not a problem. Uh, he he had the talent, stone, I believe. There you go. He had the talent. It was just, I think as you say, the adjustment to moving to Middlesbrough. I think a lot of people would struggle to adjust to that, especially a Brazilian.
0: It's Alves! It's fantastic! His first goal of the season and it doubles the punishment for Stoke City. Andy Fai sent off from the free kick. Brazilian perfection.
2: Yeah, It's a story we've seen time and time again though, isn't it? Of player with all the ability in the world just can't get it to work in the Prem, yeah. for whatever reason.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the other thing is he's probably on three times as much money as anyone else in the squad, and he thinks, well, if it's going bad, at least I'm getting a fat old paycheck.
1: Yeah. It, the thing is, to the listeners, he might sound s***. <laughs> if you never saw him, he definitely sounds <laughs> But there's two reasons I wanted to put him forward. The first one was vibes. A quick, lethal Brazilian striker is always going to be fun to watch. And Afonso Alves is a great name. He's the kind of regent you sign on football manager because of his name. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> he's got 15 pace, 15 finishing, and you ignore the 10 composure and five decisions. Like, yeah. He's that kind of striker. He's the kind he's of got, guy,
2: as a fan, you've never heard of him before, but the name itself gets yeah. you excited.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. He's, he's bald at 15 and he has a full beard by the time he's 18. That yeah. kind of player. Like, he's bald
2: like, by choice, mate. It's intentional. Yeah.
1: The second reason I wanted to put him forward was because he's somewhat of a cautionary tale for Premier League clubs. And I know Ben and I have discussed this a lot in the past. And I do not, I repeat, do not want Premier League clubs to spend big money on Eredivisie players because for every success, there is a failure. There's Alfonso Alves, Anthony, Cody Gakpo, Davinson Sanchez, Donny van der Beek, Memphis Depay, Davy Klaassen, Vincent Jansen. There's just an endless list of crap Eredivisie players
0: can I throw it in there? Still to this day, Norwich's uh record sign-in is Ricky yeah. Van <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... I can't
1: remember
2: how many times we talked about job. this,
0: uh, but it. they keep doing it.
2: They will never learn.
1: No, yeah. just don't do I, it. Unless you're signing them from Ajax, and you are 100% sure they are going to be an absolute sensation, don't do it.
0: Don't do it. I don't know what it is, because th- they, they all come over here, and they obviously all have Enormous amounts of talent. I mean, for what we say about Anthony, he is very good at football. He just. No, can't he's no, he's not. He no, he's not. He's very good at a certain kind he of football. Dog. That's what I mean. Like in the area of Easy, they are very good at football, but it just doesn't work well, in the him. I'm going to say this as a fan
2: of English football who's watched very little of the actual league content of these places, but the standard of opposition in places like Portugal and the Netherlands is not. As up there, when you start getting outside the top teams,
0: What's well, the intensity so you, as you well and stuff have, like that. Yeah, it you just... don't have
2: the easier games to stat, no. to pad the yeah, yeah to pad the
1: stats. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't say Portugal's is bad, but the Netherlands is just—it's not looking good. <laughs> the it list just, is near endless.
0: I guess the ones you sign from from places like that, if they're willing to actually work and get better, rather than just live off the fact that they were good in the era of E. C., you'll have a very good player like. Bergkamp, Schneider, you know, Seydorf. Hmm. There's, there's players out there that are very good at that level, go on and get better. But Yeah, but I'd say players like that the, are a level above. Like, yeah, Bergkamp, there's also, Schneider they've done it for like, more than one year. Past. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's also a lot more toxic now. Like, you know, Donny van der Beek moves to a club, it's all petty and he doesn't get played again. So he's never going to develop. Do you know what I mean? It's, you don't you didn't yeah, get, you think it's a lot more
2: that. turnover of player now. Yeah, they it's don't there's get a the lot same more shelves. pressure.
0: Yeah. Like, if the fans aren't coming to games because they don't want to watch f- Anthony play on the right wing, I completely understand that. But, you know, that wouldn't have happened 20 years ago. If Burkamp was f- Wenger would have pulled him off on Wenger's, you know, he would have done it himself. not going to listen to the crowd. Basically, Ten Hag has no spine is what I'm saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've gone off on a massive tangent here, bloody hell. Yeah, sorry, mate. To- what
2: are
0: you talking, a- talking about again? discussing there at the VC today. <laughs> Yeah, basically, from that,
1: Afonso is s. Sh- don't buy players in the Eredivisie. Ben, who have you got?
2: <laughs> well, uh, my player is embodying a couple of streets won't forget key tenets. It's a crazy story. A player who one article I found described as the best player in the world for four months.
1: It's He's Caesar. a boom and
2: bust. <laughs> He's a boom and bust icon, still revered by fans of his clubs, but largely forgotten in the wider game. So much so that you might not know that he's actually still playing. I present to you the beast of Vallecas, Alvaro Negredo.
1: Oh, did you just you say have... the eagle of the Sorry. Azores? Sorry, yeah, you've done it, you've done it. You're making that <laughs> up.
2: <laughs> I thought so as well, but you know, a piece of official severe media called him the beast of Valicas, So,
1: Right, we'll run with it for now.
2: <laughs> well, his career starts in Spain. Rayo Vallecano briefly before getting a move to Real Madrid-Castilla, where his last season gives us a glimpse of things to come, as he scores 18 goals in 40 games. He bounces around between Almería and Madrid again, before the big moment comes. Sevilla. We talk about him now as a streets won't forget player in the UK, but in Spain he shone. He was a star. His first season, he helped Sevilla win the Copa del Rey. His second, he has 37 goal contributions in all comps. And eventually he went on to score 85 goals with 27 assists in 185 games across four seasons. And 71 of those came in 133 league games. His production in Spain was incredible. And then he gets his big break in the UK. City come calling. I think they paid £16 million for him in the summer of 2013. And for five months of that 2013-14 season, he went on a run that put him amongst the most prolific scorers in all of Europe. His first 33 games for City, he scored 23 goals. Between October and Jan, he scored 21 of those. Only Ronaldo and Ibrahimović had more in that time across all of Europe. He did this while competing with Aguero, Edin Dzeko and Stefan Jovetic for game time. And he was in such good form that he actually forced Pellegrini to change his system and play two up front just to accommodate him. And some of the goals he scored in that run are fantastic. I don't even remember them, but there was a couple of stunning turn-and-shoot curlers against Bayern Munich and Spurs that came to mind. His best great was arguably a
1: great touch great for, a for a
2: big man. Speaking of that, his <laughs> best one, have you seen his goal against West Ham? Yeah,
1: yes. unbelievable yes. left foot. This one
2: is like a 50-yard ping from Yaya Toure. He looks over his shoulder, one motion, brings it down on the volley, fires it past the keeper, goes on to score a hat-trick.
1: Picks
0: out a long ball over top
2: And then it all comes crashing down. He picks up a shoulder injury that he never really recovered from, by his own admission, and he went on a 16-game goalless run. I think he picked up a more serious foot injury along the way. And his time at City came to an end. He never really found that outrageous form again. He joins Valencia, but never really got going. And then he joined Middlesbrough on loan, where he did finish as their top scorer in the Prem that year that they got relegated. And he would also apparently sneak off at half time to have a smoke in the showers, if you believe Patrick Bamford. That's
0: what we learned. He moved around some
2: more as his career started to wind down. He's been playing for Cadiz for the last couple of years. But across his career, he scored two hundred and fifty-three goals in six hundred and seventy games.
0: And if you were to talk about it
2: purely in La Liga, you'd be talking about quality striker. But for that Streets won't forget aspect. To be as good as he was in the Prem for such a short amount of time, for me, he embodies that vibe perfectly. City won the league. He finished with 23 goals and 10 assists in 49 games. And then he faded off the main stage entirely. He's all but how forgotten many outside have in the of the league
1: This is what uh, I was about to say. I love his Yeah, team. a lot of them. This is all competitions. Cups. He's stat padded in the Cups. He got nine <laughs> in the Premier League.
2: But for how good he was in those months, I think he deserves far more recognition than he gets.
0: I think it's the same problem as we found with, like, Morientes the other week, that the strike partners that he had were just better. I, I mean, even at Sevilla, his, his strike partners are either Luis Fabiano or Freddy Canute. Like, <laughs> he's got two yeah, players. Yeah, part that Sevilla
2: team that had some quality players.
0: In. Yeah. The Madrid side, obviously, got forced out because I imagine they had Benzema, Higuain, probably Van Nistelrooy, maybe Hunt, a like that kind of thing. Yeah. City uh, like you said, Aguero, Dzeko, Jovetic. Like, it's unbelievable the situations he's put himself in. Yeah, I mean, you're never beating out Aguero for the starting spot. Even Not in the that Middle City. He played games, though. Fair play.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he played so well that City changed their system. They used to just play Aguero. They went to playing two up top. I mean, the way the guy shows up absolutely smashes it for like half a season and then falls away again into complete obscurity. Until he shows up in Middlesbrough a few years later. I think yeah. that's such a streets won't forget rise and fall. To do it all <laughs> in the same season is ridiculous.
0: He goes from forcing Aguero out of a one striker role to playing up top with Christian Suani in a matter of two years.
2: Yeah. And the thing is, he's not just that like goal scorer and centre forward. Like we were saying, he's got the, big, the great touch for a big man. His ability on the ball was insane and he was so good creatively. I think he ended up with what, eighty like twenty seven assists in that severe team. I think he ended up with eighty-five in total in his career. So he had so much to his game. And then he picks up the unfortunate injury, he never gets the form again. And we don't talk about him at all. He also didn't get a lot for Spain, did he? He didn't uh, get a lot I think he only played twenty three times, because but he was never part of that. A striker. <laughs> yeah, he was part of the yeah. Euro twenty twelve side that went on to win it.
0: So Was he? Yeah, he he no, was I mean, part of the
2: he... team. You'd be hard pressed to say they won it because of him, but he yeah, was there.
0: He's not playing ahead of Torres and Villa those years. It's Absolutely not. Fabregas up top, wasn't it? <laughs>
2: yeah, he had the misfortune of being a Spanish striker when Spain had zero interest in centre forwards. Yeah, when so... Spain
0: realised they had the best midfield, you just play everyone. Yeah, you don't need them. They didn't. They didn't. Yeah, I, I, Negredo, I think is. He's got a lot more quality than people gave him credit for. That in in, in the UK, especially. Um, I mean, even in Spain, the fact he didn't get into the Spanish squad probably still makes him quite forgotten over there. I'd imagine. Um, you never obviously in Real Madrid he never got the big break, but I I don't know if I enjoyed watching him play. It was a bit of a brute.
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, you don't yeah. get the
2: beast by being a. Uh...
1: Oh, so what was it? The beast, a soft or what? player.
2: The Beast of
0: Valakas, right? Okay. which I'm
2: assuming is you where know, he's
1: from
0: in Spain. It just, I, I don't know. I never watched him and thought, what a player, which is really bad. I think I mean, did, he obviously was with, bad. His,
2: with his goal scoring. I think you watch some of those goals and I think you forget how good they actually are.
0: Yeah, true, true, true. It's his Danny technique on some of his quiet, finishes, yeah.
2: his touches. Sublime. Yeah,
0: the thing I would say
1: is I do distinctly remember that like four or five month spell where he was just unstoppable. I don't know why it sticks out of my mind, but I do yeah. remember it.
2: And it, it's how quickly he falls off afterwards I think makes him such... He did it in all competitions. So he was in the Prem, obviously, they were in the Champions League at the time. I think his first game for City was... His first or second was in the Champions League and he got their goal. It was a consolation one, but it was wild. The one against Bayern, it was
0: fantastic. How old? How old was he when he moved to City? Because I remember him being quite old. Or did he just look really old? <laughs> uh, he moved in two thousand. He's still
1: playing, you said,
2: right? Yeah, he's still playing. He's thirty-six. He's thirty-eight now. Jesus! Oh, so he
0: was only twenty-five. So he would have
2: been about Twenty-eight, 27, 28 When he moved to, uh...
0: was he what ten years ago? Yeah, yeah. Well, he was quite old then.
1: I'm just looking at that one season he had in the Prem. It is mad. It's <laughs> he ridiculous, didn't, he isn't didn't, it? He didn't score a league goal after January the 12th.
2: <laughs> yeah, he scored all of those goals before Christmas. That's,
1: that's mad. mad which is, is nuts. I
2: think for how good he was, for how little credit he gets in the UK, I think he's got
0: to be in with a shout for this list. He's everything we're looking for. I like how we've done yeah. Prem strikers again and Wally's gone from doing a Man City striker that's forgotten to do in a Man City striker that was forgotten. Hey, look, it's <laughs> not my fault they have so many ballers.
1: Controversially, he's gone for a forgotten Man City striker who was probably worse than the first one he put forward.
2: <laughs> I, I yeah, because he got replaced by the guy I put forward the first time. It's going to be Jovatic next time. We're just going to go down yeah. the list. <laughs>
0: We're going to end up with Sean. Balotelli. Right, uh, Bradley Wright Phillips, aren't we? Balotelli's coming up next. <laughs> Jovatic.
1: <laughs> Tevez? Are we... We, oh, Tevez is absolutely way too good for the list. Not uh-huh. what,
2: that Tevez bloke, mate, never heard of him.
1: No. Nah. we'll put Aguero forward soon.
2: Go on, <laughs> yeah, but we'll be talking about the those legendary times for two weeks a season when Aguero had working hamstrings.
1: You, you <laughs> wait, you wait. Twenty years down the line, when this podcast is somehow still going, and we're talking about how Erling Haaland was streets won't forget
0: <laughs> <wait>. <laughs> that one season he had where he scored over thirty-five
1: goals. <laughs> Can you imagine if he just falls off from now and does actually become <laughs> Streets so will Forget?
0: Can you, Can you imagine? imagine?
2: That would They've be. Started, unbelievable. have We've seen the betting markets have started offering top goal scorer who isn't Erling Haaland. How wow, good do you have to
1: ludicrous. be? I really hope he
0: falls off now and becomes straight Won't so Forget. I'm just trying to imagine it. I really want him to fall off. The problem is, Willie, in the world without Erling Haaland, Mohamed Salah is the top goal scorer in the Premier League. Like, this is just, It's going to be yeah, without true. Haaland and Salah.
1: <laughs> but long live the reign of Ollie Watkins. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Dominic Zalanky to you, mate.
1: <laughs> He's absolutely going to be streaks. will not forget for this season alone. If he keeps <laughs> going, am, at the ratings yeah, going. Well, are we are we ready to vote somebody in, boys? Have we decided who we want?
0: Yeah, I let's haven't. Go for can it. I go last. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, thank you. You can go last. <laughs> Do you know what? I'll go first. I'll step up. Go for it. Then. <laughs> I am going to vote this man in for one reason alone, and that is, come on, Wilfred Bonney, score some goals for Swansea. <laughs> that is the only reason I'm voting him in. That is Streets Won't Forget, that chant.
0: He's going oh.
1: in. He's getting my vote.
0: Sod the ability. Oh, it. It's all about the chance. There's the weird jog as well when he's chanting it. He's like kind of just kind of tapping across the golf park. <laughs> uh.
1: Uh. I guess you're next, Ben. Oh. <laughs> Without any You see, option, I do love the it.
0: chant. <laughs>
1: I'm like,
2: if we were going for chance alone, I think I'd put him in.
1: But in terms of
2: ability, I'm going to do the faux pas. I'm going to vote for my own player. I think Nergredo was so good in that spell in the Prem, it's a crime to let that be forgotten.
1: For the love of God, do not vote for Alfonso Alves. You know Please what the problem like was, that. that I was, I was not taught by Alfonso three.
0: Alves and Wilfred Boney because Alfonso Alves that transfer was just so big, but he was such a sh-t. But he is streets for... I think he would be streets for forget transfer, really. I don't know if he's a streets for forget player. So, I think I'm going to have to vote for Wilfred Boney. Come, Come on, on, Wilfred, Wilfred Boney. <laughs> <laughs> score, I reckon score, we could score, pay score. him to uh, record that for us. Please. Oh,
1: he's definitely <laughs> on... Um, Wilfred Boney must be on Cameo. I'm cameo, cameo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that We've now got so two good. African well,
0: strikers from the Premier League. We are creating well, a force.
1: He, he uh, he's say strike partner.
0: Well done to him. Well deserved. Denver Bar is rolling. He is absolutely how, fuming. How has
1: Denver Bar not got himself voted in? How have we not <laughs> put him forward? We'll be back. We will. Yeah, strikers, we won't be doing
0: running. this again. Yeah, that's all of them. That's a lot of them now. Those two. And only those yeah, there two. Is,
1: there is a near endless list of Prem strikers we could put forward. 100%. That's,
0: that's why we have to break the Prem down into positions, is because there's just so many you could put forward. It would
1: just be strikers.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: Congratulations to Wilfred Boney, a deserved place in the Hall of Fame. Is it time for a quiz, boys? I think it could be, you know. It's well, Christmas. You, since you've enjoyed hosting duty so much for the, uh, the previous two specials, Ben, I'm handing the quiz to you.
2: Oh, it must be weird being back in the driver's seat, you know. Yeah, I don't like it. I hope you enjoyed the, uh, the strikers because there's going to be a few more of them coming up in a minute. And if you're ready, boys, then come on down because we're playing The Price is Right.
0: Oh, come on down for Price is Right. No, don't work.
2: All right, Dan, <laughs> you can have a point. Thank you. <laughs> so, the way this is going to work I have 10 players and a tiebreaker. I'm going to ask you. For their total combined transfer fee across
1: Ooh. their career. Ooh. 100% the... Shane Long's going to be in here. I'm
0: calling it. <laughs> Romelu Lukaku so, is
2: 100%. Whoever is closer to the actual total will get the point. However, to stop you being sneaky and just trying to undercut each other, if you're both more than 30 million away, neither of you is getting a point.
1: Okay. Good shout. I've i have taken these
2: good, figures Daniel. from transfer market so if you have a complaint please bring it up with them
1: yeah we'll do are you doing uh, this in pounds or euros
2: it's in pounds i have converted it are you including That's loan good. fees in any of this uh if it was listed on the total transfer fee on transfer market then yes i believe there's have, some loan fees have in you there.
1: based it off the exchange rate of now or at the time of the transfer
2: Uh, It's been off the exchange rate of now, but the prices are not adjusted for inflation. Does the court want to hear anything else or can I finish my deposition?
1: (laughs) No, that'll do.
2: (laughs) Okay, all of you ready, boys? The first player for you is Nicholas Anelka. Who's going first, Willie? We'll alternate each time. Dan, you can go first on the first
1: I'm going to go for £98 million.
2: 98 million pounds.
0: Harry. I'm going to go 75. The correct answer.
2: Nicholas and Elka's combined transfer fee is 106 million pounds. That wins round one.
0: 8 million off. Come on. Let's go. I thought he had so many free transfers. I thought he couldn't have been that much. Yeah, you notice
2: a theme with this. They've either played for a lot of clubs.
1: Yeah, he went around
0: or for a, a lot of like 30 big 30 something million.
1: Chelsea was probably the same. From assume, was it Bolton he went from? Uh, I think
0: so. Yeah, Madrid, Arsenal. Yeah. Well,
2: player number two is David Alaba. Or oh. I'm obviously gonna... played for
0: Bayern Munich, Real Madrid. Um I don't know if there's a trick one or not. I'm gonna go forty three million. Forty three <laughs> million
1: You've fallen into the trap because what I believe is he went to Real Madrid in a free transfer. Yeah. And he went from Hoffenheim to Bayern Munich for like six and a half. Oh, no, wait. What's it, what's it? Oh, do you know what? I'm going to go for zero. I think he went free transfers both times. I'm going zero.
2: The correct answer for David Alaba is £150,000.
0: Wow. But- See, I, I thought he on. got a move before Hoffenheim and then got a the move from Hoffenheim to no. Bayern. The, the, the only time
2: he's moved for money in his career was Bayern signing him for 150k. Wow. Then, sensational Dan, two ahead after round two.
0: I'm on, Daniel.
2: But we're, we're increasing the value slightly now because the player for number three is, as Harry correctly guessed, Romelu Lukaku.
1: Okay, and it's me to go first. Dan to go first. Ooh. Is it above or below 200?
0: It's got to be above 200, right?
1: It's got to be. If I'm honest
0: with you, Dan, I think he's comfortably above 200. Yeah, I'm going to go
1: 240 million pounds
0: very well. Harry? I'm going to go 299. I think he's pushing 300 mil. Really? Yeah, really? I do. The correct answer.
2: For oh, Romelu Lord. Lukaku. 200 and 92 million pounds.
0: <laughs> wow. Harry is on... his In
2: Euros, he's well over 300. It's like 330.
0: It's wow. like 370 mil moves, I think. And a ninety-nine million pound move as well. Yeah, the ninety-nine one jacks it up massively. Okay. I mean, half of that's
2: Chelsea, probably. Oh yeah, easily. And a little journeyman for you now. Player who's moved around a lot. Your next player,
0: James
1: Milner. That's a great
0: shout, though. Because I've he's been. I reckon he's done a couple of free transfers. Is the thing. Yeah, he's done a lot of free transfers. He's also done a lot of transfers that at the time were expensive but aren't anymore. Um he's been about for so long. Yeah. He's played for I think eight different English sides. City's obviously the, the most money, I guess. Um I will go 40 mil. Ooh, okay.
2: Ooh.
1: I'm going to go for 30 Over to you now.
2: mil. 30 mil? Oh, you're very close, both
1: of you. Oh,
2: no. You've actually gone a lot closer than I thought you would. The right answer for James Milner is 30... 7 million pounds. Oh, so no, Harry has tied no. the score.
0: No. It, oh, you joking me. He must have had like 20 mil to go to City and the rest must make up another 20 mil.
1: I assume Bill paying paying money for him. Yeah, day. I think
0: there's like an, a fourteen, like ten oh,
2: stuff okay. like that. He's yeah. just been around for so long that
1: they just all the up.
2: price adds up. Not quite. Well, to three, of the, the price, real, like, up. But... Yeah, true. Your next player. It's close through the first four. Your next player, Angel Di Maria.
0: Oh,
1: oh this is gonna be a big one, I think.
0: Oh, <laughs> but how big? Whoa. The only time yeah, wouldn't you wouldn't know, say it's a bargain is when he went to Man United.
1: <laughs> yeah, he went for it was like seventy-five million to United, something like that. The question is, how much was how how much was the Benfica to Real Madrid one? That I don't know. I'm gonna go one
0: hundred and sixty million. Oh. 160 million Paris. I was thinking around the same but I'm not sure he went to Juve on a free I remember his move from United yeah. to Paris they nearly got the money back for him if not got the money back for him
1: my, yeah my thinking is the one to United was like 75 mil and then it was like 60 something to PSG. 67 my, yeah my rough guess for Benfica to Real Madrid would be like 30-40 million something like that
0: yeah, but don't forget, that would have been, what, 2010? 29, 2009? So maybe not 40. I need an yeah. answer from What did he say? 160. He said 160. Yeah. I'll go 150.
2: Ooh. Not the 50. correct answer for Angel Di Maria is 150. Four million pounds.
1: <laughs>
0: Just taken by Harry.
1: Oh, for f
0: sake. I thought you... I <laughs> really thought Dan was going to be closer then, but I didn't know whether he was going to be more or... Bang it on. was
2: one f- like 154.15 million. I was worried we were going to have to get into the, uh, the decimal to the places to get the point there.
0: <laughs> the pennies. He's carrying the pesetas. <laughs> well...
2: Oh. Still, all to play for, Dan. Don't you worry. The next one. Can you tell me the combined transfer fee of Kingsley Coman?
0: Oh,
1: that is a uh, difficult one, you know.
0: Because is it free? Is it loans? This is, is it?
1: what I'm thinking. There's, surely, there's a couple of free transfers in here.
0: Because at he least hasn't...
1: one, right?
0: From Kingsley Coman.
2: For those of you who don't know him, he, at the age of like 23. Had played for PSG, Bayern Munich, Juve. Won the league in all of them. Sensational
0: career. I think he'd won the league and the and the cup in every team he played for. By the time he was yeah. twenty three, he only right. Did we say we were counting loan fees?
2: Uh, I believe loan fees are included on transfer market. Yes, right.
1: Because he went to Juventus, Was it he went to Juventus on loan or went to Bayern on loan? It was one of the ways around. I can't remember. Yeah,
0: he went from right. Paris. To Juve. Juve.
1: Did he then go to, buy, back him to and Paris? buy him permanently, I think. No. Ah.
0: Uh, uh, loan fees. Gotta be like... You're paying a good amount of, of money to get him on loan. Like, Yeah, I'm like, on. probably 7-10 mil
2: for this. I for can the confirm. Transfer market includes loan fees in their transfer. Right,
1: Gosh. okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Two you loans loan and a free, two loans and a free, ten million each. I'll go twenty mil.
1: Daniel, I'm I'm gonna go twenty five. There's the something around there, of,
2: isn't it? A Kingsley Coleman. Oh
1: it's please, please.
2: Twenty four point one million. Oh yes. <laughs> That evens it up again I tell you what like the bulk of that is a 20 million move to buy wow that's and mad a couple of loan fees to jack the rest of it up most
1: of it was I, I nearly went for cheap. 30 there but I learned from my mistake I'm, I'm pleased with myself
0: there that's progress well played Daniel
2: your next player completely different vibe now
1: <laughs> you have Craig Bellamy Oh my
0: word Oh this could be anything I haven't what got the foggiest The amount of teams he's played for The amount of free transfers he's... Yeah but he can't have gone for that much. Surely not Mate there's City and Liverpool in there Don't forget There's a big move yeah. to West Ham
1: There's probably a lot Surely. of loan fees Who's paying more than 5 million quid For Craig Bellamy Come on man. <laughs>
2: This is where we find out whether or not footballing directors agree with your thinking, lads.
0: Right,
1: how many teams? It's me first, isn't it? I believe it is, yes. £50 million. £50 million. Locked in. Harold. I reckon he's done about five £10 million transfers. That would be my guess. Well, there's... There's Newcastle... There's a big move to Celtic, I think.
0: No, did he go there on loan?
1: If you oh. asked me to name all the clubs Craig Ben we've played for, not a clue. <laughs>
2: I'll be honest, I didn't bother noting them all down.
0: So, so Welsh, Nicholas we and Elka. All... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, obviously start his career at Norwich, but no. I'll go 55.
2: You got 50 oh. and 55.
0: He's going to have done it, hasn't he? You've just done the 25 to 20 on me, so I'm... Yeah, feeling we've missed out a move, so... I'll tell you what, you've been remarkably close on all of them so far.
2: Because the correct answer for Craig Bellamy is... 50... Yes! ...point... 9 million. Is that bang in the middle, or...? Is that me? So Harry's stolen it by 400k.
0: No! <laughs> no! I hate this game. I hate this no. game. Wally, find, uh, find the exact transfer that cost 400 grand and give it to us. <laughs> I'll tell I'll you know,
1: let's be honest, it'll be the one from Norwich to somebody else, wouldn't it, you b-?
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll look like it up you out the box. next one.
2: This guy has played for an entire league's worth of teams. Can you give me the combined transfer cost for...
0: Rivaldo. Oh, my word. Oh, Jesus Christ. Rivaldo. Surely it's not a lot, though. Because... I don't know. What, he left Barca when he was... He, de- well, he didn't long retire, though, is he?
1: I think he's had a lot of free transfers, personally.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to just stick it at... 22 million? 22 million.
1: Daniel, I'm going to go 28 million.
0: Oh! I like how we tried to stop the million-pound adjustment, Willie, So we've gone with five million either way. <laughs> 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 One of you
2: is about half a million off his correct answer.
1: Ooh. Oh, please, please!
2: The correct answer is 20. £8.6
0: million oh, wow. pounds. Oh, Man, yes. you were so close yes. come on I guess the move to Barca was big money but I don't really I remember think,
1: yeah the move to Barca must have been
0: about
1: 24-25 million and yeah, this guy, he played
2: for 16 different teams Wow. and most of them were free transfers and was a
0: baller so there's two, played two played and a tiebreaker 40, to go
1: days, didn't, he? didn't he end up playing yeah. with his son at one point <laughs>
0: well I jump Johnson so. is back
2: <laughs> Who to go and the tiebreaker and it's all to play for as we move into number nine Darren Bent
0: oh god <laughs> almighty oh
1: god Almighty! some of these have been horrific <laughs> The worst thing some is, it, been awful. I swear he had a lot of moves. There's some big money That's in the, is it. They're all
2: players you know. They're all players you know the transfers of. But clubs play stupid amounts of money for them. Oh, he the
1: the Spurs forked out ridiculous money for him, didn't they? Or was yeah, it we'll some, No, Sunderland
0: did. I know Villa did. Villa, Villa got him and then had a clause to pay the other half of the transfer when he 50 games and never played him after the 49th game £60 million
2: Harry over to you
0: hmm. Oh, a couple of loan fees maybe as well Oh, I didn't think about... Oh, I didn't think about low face. Oh! I don't know where you... I don't think 60 is... I think that's... I'm going to go 55. 56.
1: 56.
0: Oh! oh. 56. Oh! Ah.
2: You know, Harry, if you'd stayed where you were... I'd still have lost... No, you'd have been one hundred thousand pounds off because he went for fifty-four
0: point nine million. Wow! I don't. I think the move from Charlton to Spurs was like twenty-five mil, something like that. Spurs to Sunderland, I don't think was a lot because I don't think he was playing a lot of Spurs. But I know the no. Sunderland to Villa was a lot. Of- well, here
1: we are.
0: Well, damn.
2: You need this to tie up the game and take us to the tiebreak. The final He's player. He's
1: going first, isn't he?
2: He is indeed. He needs Darren Bent's beach ball to come in. This this almost couldn't be more in your favour as well, because the final player is Alexis
0: Sanchez. Oh, a oh. lot of frees, a lot of, lot of non-frees, like a lot of big money and a lot of freeze. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of non-frees or
2: actual transfers, as we call them. <laughs> Are
1: we counting the price of Henrik Mkhitaryan in this or not? Uh, I don't believe Henrik
2: Mkhitaryan was listed on transfer market, but I can double That's check for that you. That's fine.
0: <laughs> well, didn't they pay you a fee as well as Mkhitaryan? Boy, staying quiet now. Um,
1: I think there was money involved, yeah. I thought they gave you. But I didn't there know is whether they'd include the like, doing Definitive the
2: ruling kind of The only thing listed on here Is the transfer fee
1: okay. okay
2: There is no
0: Mkhitaryans in sight His move from Udinese to Barcelona I thought was Not big, big money But was pretty big money For a player from Udinese I'm I'm gonna go 97 95, yeah, 97. 97. 97 locked in. To tie up the game. I don't think he's far around, I think he's around 100. Maybe 110, maybe 90, I don't know. I was going to go for 90,
1: so I'm going to stick with 90.
2: 90 million pounds to take the game to the tiebreak. How annoyed are you going to be if you're like, Couple billion off, and Harry takes. I'm ex-
1: it. I'm expecting it to be honest.
2: <laughs> the correct answer is 1.7 million oh, at the death. Yes! Yes!
1: He's tied the game. He's done it.
0: <laughs> Extra See, he time. He made. moved for massive money, did he? He had. Was to- everything was under fifty. Uh, 26 million
2: euros to Barca. 42.5 million euros to Arsenal. And then it's listed as 34 million euros to United. I I
0: think think that's the money they... I think they gave you 25 mil in Mkhitaryan. Around that. Well, here we are. (laughs) The tiebreaker Well,
2: the tiebreak, And there was only one man it could be.
0: Oh, Jesus. Your tiebreaker
1: is... Andy, Andy Carroll
0: is that you It would be Andy Carroll
1: Well I wonder oh. Who's going to get this Is it going to be me
0: Or Andy Carroll's Biggest fan
2: Do you think he knows What the transfer fees For Andy Cas Are he doesn't care
0: Abs- Absolutely he does To be fair I have gone through uh, uh transfers For the last 10 years Hoping to see his name Crop up
2: uh, Is it Who's first Willie Neither of
0: you I want you both To message me
2: Your answers And I shall reveal them Alright, let me have a think of this
0: now. You have There's one big money move. I just can't you have remember how much. Starting um, now.
2: Well, boys, this is. You've done remarkably well with what is admittedly a very challenging quiz. And as we get to the final answer, you are within half a million of each other. And oh, one of for you f- sake. is within half a million of the answer.
0: Why <laughs> did we do that, Daniel? <laughs> because we're stupid.
2: And I know that the best thing is I know you've not cheated because I, I uh, converted them deliberately. Just so you'd have to, uh, to guess. So you've done spectacularly
0: well. But I can confirm. Harry, your answer. million pounds. Yes,
2: Daniel. Your answer was 52 million
0: pounds.
1: No, (laughs) no, no, no.
0: We've gone from being five mil apart to 500k. Uh, The
2: correct answer for Andy Carroll, the bane of Dan's
0: existence, is. Fifty-one point five million. No way! Yes, Dan, we'll do
2: you know what this means. Five hundred cakes. I'm
0: putting the camera mixer
2: mix up now. Come on, yes, <laughs> yes. So Harry, commiserations. Excellent quizzing, but Dan is this week's winner. I can't believe I've been irony, done by Andy
0: Carroll.
1: The irony of Andy Carroll being your downfall. Oh my! You know God. know what? It, into I my
0: veins. I can be nominated for the Andy Carroll of the Week award next. But absolutely falling on my own top, top <laughs> figure.
2: I mean, Dan stormed out to a lead, immediately threw it away, and then had to steal it in the last two questions. So we've had a roller coaster of a quiz.
0: Well done, right. Dan. That Went was an absolute uh, slog. Yeah, that was really good. That was a heavyweight fight. That.
1: Yeah, well played, mate. Good stuff. Well played. Well, that was another episode of the Streets Won't Forget podcast. If you did enjoy, please give us a follow on Spotify and a five-star rating. It really helps us out. And if you want to follow us on social media, our Twitter is at SWF underscore pod. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Streets Won't Forget podcast. And if you've got anything you want to tell us about your favorite genre of players, why why Harry keeps bottling quizzes, nobody knows the answer. You can email us, the streets, Won't forget podcast at gmail.com. Boys, thank you very much for joining me pleasure as always have a good week mate yeah there it is the first one of the new year we'll see you next week
0: Gira can hit them Gerdau oh, what a goal by Zoltan Gira,
1: and still Baptista yes it's Kavai it's fantastic one from David Villar oh, great finish
0: Done just 30 score! Judinho's done it! Ykubu making another clip's a goal here!